0: Well, 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 Julian. Guess where we are once again? In a park. We are in the park, aren't we? We're uh, back in the park, and I think I'm right in saying this uh, is the last time we're doing this for a while. Do you think that's true? Because uh, listeners, we've been talking, Julian and I, while we've been away from the microphone, about returning to the studio for the next episode.
1: Yes, it should be the last one, uh, at least for a while, because the,
0: the gym in UK are reopening. Uh, so, yeah. Well, that's a very exciting thing. And we haven't uh, been in the studio for a while. So uh, that's also something to uh, look forward to. But I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, right now, that the sun is shining and Julian is looking a little bit tanned. You've been out in the sunshine training in the park for a while, I feel. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, we had
1: a couple of weeks with uh, a sip of sun outside. And uh, as I say, in the past, I'm... I like the outdoor things, the smell of the grass. It reminds me of the, the rugby, my rugby time. And, um, yeah, obviously when it's raining, it's not exactly the same story. But, you know, you can still learn, uh, train under a tree, stuff like that. It's, um, it's, it's nice. I, I did enjoy that path, you know, this uh, uh, learning path when you learn new skills, when you train people outside, and
0: um, I enjoy it. Well, that's a wonderful thing. Uh, and guess what we're uh, doing this month on the podcast, union? It's something which is very current and relevant to people who have been looking at ways to still remain fit while the gym are closed. What are we covering this month?
1: Yeah, we, exactly. We're we, we covering like resistant band exercise. So basically, the idea is to show you a lot of exercise you can do uh, with an elastic band, so maybe one or two elastic bands you know with different, with different resistance, really, but yeah, an ankle grip, an ankle grip, and uh, yeah it 's quite interesting it 's uh, you know at first, I have to say maybe you will I was thinking it, it will be a long time to kill you know with elastic band, but you know what it 's uh, with a good form with uh, the
0: right combo it 's actually that deliver a good uh, training that is certainly true, and since this podcast is all about delivering good training. Shall we get the show on the road? Absolutely. Well, hello, 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 uh, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the two guys on fitness podcast with me alan Teresa. i'm a bit of an average guy but i like to keep my uh, hand in where fitness is concerned and with this guy julien berthara personal trainer rugby guy and jim uh, enthusiastic person he is very enthusiastic he's like a big bundle of french energy and we're coming to you this month live from a lovely park here in central london in the united kingdom And every month on the podcast, we discuss health and fitness topics, which may be of interest to you if you go to the gym or if you just want to stay a little bit fit. And this month, as we mentioned earlier, we are doing... Resistance band exercise. (laughs) That we are, my fine French friend. We are looking at the wonder and the affordable miracle that is the resistance bands. And you know what, Julian? I actually ordered a set of resistance bands online from a very well-known online retailer and guess what happened no what happened yeah half of them snapped when i was using them so uh i've left them in their bag now uh and i don't think i'll be using them again but um you've invested in some more durable resistance bands i believe is that not the case yeah no. it's
1: uh, you got you can find a lot of uh, obviously you know in that type of uh, period um, you could see like flourishing on the net a lot of company providing elastic band and you know uh, things you can do magic with it and, uh, and get bigger and all that which obviously is a lie because we know that uh, to get bigger you need to overcharge the bar and to do so every week so obviously you're not going to be able to do that with an elastic band however to get to remain earthly uh, yeah, it's possible with an elastic band, absolutely. It's a different sort of elastic band, uh, elastic band with different resistance, which is important. It should cost you between 25 to 40 pounds at the very, very highest price. And uh, yeah, I will. Re- uh, I didn't destroy them, Alan. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, get, I got lucky maybe, but I, I will keep them. It's um, for one reason, it's some of the exercise, especially like when it comes to back uh, of shoulders, exercise. It's quite interesting because you do work, it allows you to work a lot more on your technique. And that's the real magic, if I can say here, yeah, with the elastic band, you got time. And patience to perform an exercise correctly. When you know when you're in the gym, maybe you, the mirror are all over you. You've got other people. You've got the stress. When you're in a park or at home, your elastic band. You it's you. It's just you, really, and you can really think um, carefully about what you're doing.
0: Now, I just want to go back to something you said there, which is um, about the principle of when you use this groovy uh, piece of equipment, uh, which is the resistance element. Now, just explain for a second for those uh, listeners who are unfamiliar with this, what you mean by resistance, why it's important in terms of this equipment and what it does for you. Well,
1: it's... a uh... It do, what it does for you, so you know, when you train, you need to stress out your muscle. So when you stress out your muscle, it's kind of vague in terms of definition, like because maybe um, for some people, stressing out the muscle will be like lifting heavy weight. For my, uh, it's basically resistant. The, the thing with the resistant band, it's it does. It's like increasing the temperature of the water uh, until it boils. You know, that's if I could use a metaphor, that would be this one and it's take you gradually to um, a physical state like where you feel warm and you ultimately reach the muscle you want to reach and so that's why when you train you have to get smarter when you get with the elastic band it's not like doing three set of 10 reps it's let's say three set of 1 minute You do the exercise until you reach the point you feel the burn. And here's a a good advice. My uh, first fitness guy, let's say, um, I met in my life in France, told me, and when you feel the burn, well, let's do 10 more wets, basically. Because that's when you feel the burn, something happens in your
0: body. So you should keep going. Uh, That's the idea. But should you keep going? You you said that was the advice that... uh your uh colleague in France said that when you feel the burn you should keep going, but um is that what people should do, or is that just you know a bit of a flaky piece of advice?
1: No, I think that what you should do you know I uh, I think some uh, despair of the time when you have minimal uh, equipment it takes you to the the basic of what is training, but on a, I mean on a very generic you know definition what is training is just like. Uh, feeling good feeling your body working out burning you know you have a resistance you have to fight it you know it's like when you get up in the morning you have to get up in the morning you have to you know uh, start the engine and I think it's um well, I didn't put too much on uh, on weight over that that period of time because I think it's uh it's very ludic. It's very I didn't enjoy that time. It's very methodic, very you relearn how your body process. When you got to, the, most of the people train with too heavy weights, they can handle in the gym, and that affects their form, you know, quite a lot. So you will see somebody doing like a shoulder press and feeling the back or whatever. And let with elastic band, all I'm saying is
0: it's harder to reach that kind of uh, mistake. Now, that's one of the uh, terms that people use regularly, but um, let's have a little bit of definition on that. What do you mean by form? What does form actually mean? Well, the form, in, basically in fitness, it is one big thing to
1: remember. It's you are you have to lock some part of your body to isolate another one. So basically if you are working your biceps, okay for example the bicep is a short muscle. I'm talking about the superficie of the muscle. So it makes sense the muscle the motion for the to reach that muscle should be short, you know. So if you keep moving your elbow forward back and forth, you know, if you keep moving your shoulders for example back and forth as well it might affect the efficiency of the exercise and in order to reach uh, and only reach the bicep muscle. You know, when you do lunges, for example, another one, you don't want to let your knee going over your toe, you know, in your line. It might affect, again, the exercise. Ultimately, you might feel your legs or your bicep, as an example, but you might also feel also plenty of other muscle because you're not allowed to, you're not able to, uh, Locks some of the area and ultimately over the vicious side of that is over maybe month, years you're going to have an injury and this injury the root of this injury is this lack of form
0: now this is about overextension as well isn't it? isn't it the same thing?
1: yeah the same uh, you don't want to exercise with the body fully extended and uh, obviously again it's hard to do it with an uh, elastic band and uh, and actually I think the elastic band um, worker is a perfect start for beginner. Less impact, less damage, but you still feel the good. And I think I will, you know what, I will keep bringing some of my elastic band I did
0: use in a park in the gym floor. And I will mix the weight and the elastic band. Now, one thing I did notice before uh, some of my elastic bands in my elastic band uh, set snapped, don't worry, Julian, I wasn't injured, Uh, was that... In terms of, you know, how much effort and how much you have to extend yourself, you feel the difference between if you go to the gym and you lift weights and using the elastic bands. And I think it's quite tempting to think, oh, you know, this isn't really working my muscle groups and it's not demanding enough and thus it's not really suitable for me if I'm used to using weights in the gym. How much of that is true? Well, there is, we're not
1: going to... I don't sell my own uh, Elastic Band brand, you know, so I can say whatever I want. And I, I think it's the truth is you need to include into your workout uh, some bodyweight exercise, okay, because they are important. Um, in terms they are efficient they target a lot of muscle at once and they are harder of course and you just take your body weight so I'm talking about the squat uh, potentially the dips the press up of course the pull ups with different sort of grip the press up with different sort of grip Uh, you can do squat you can do jump squat a little jump over you know stairs stuff like that Uh, and those exercise are very important to put into your workout among The elastic band, yeah. The the true thing is if you just do elastic band all over again without any sort of weight or body weight exercise, you will reach a plateau. You know, you you will feel okay, but I don't think you will feel any stronger
0: after a period of time. You know, you will feel like, you know, a bit bored. So how much are elastic bands a kind of filler for a period of time, say, obviously, in the current climate, a matter of weeks or months, before it becomes
1: useless? Well, oh, I don't know. It, it depends it depend how good you are with your body weight exercise, you know. Um, but I would say, no, I mean, if you, to be honest, if you're able to, at home, in a, in a park, in a tree, to be able to do the pull-ups, you know, that's a very important one because you're going to engage your biceps, to your back. It's crucial, this one. The press-up is crucial too. And the squat... It's crucial as well, but then the squat, because you don't have usual bar on your shoulders, which add more resistance. You can use the elastic band we we did show in a in a, in the video uh, with the client. But um, I would say jump, the jump on stairs are kind of uh, useful to you know add some explosivity, and we know explosivity is very important for your for your muscle, because remember that when you train you shorten your muscle. So you need to fight that process. You want to do explosivity exercise, jumping, running. This is crucial too. But I would say, I mean, you can go on for... It's in your
0: it's in your mind. You can go on for six months a year, you know? Why not? But during those uh, six months, uh, you're not going to get uh, bigger or particularly stronger, are you? You're going to tone and stay at a certain level of fitness. Is that correct or wrong?
1: Uh, it's It's tricky because you through your diet if you're looking to put on weight you know to get muscle well if you have a, a good uh, diet for that to achieve your goal protein carbs you know will um, you potentially you can reach that but will take longer because as I say you can't every week put more resistance back you know so uh, there is a limit you know but again I think we now since we start the podcast people understand that we are not necessarily like um um, a great fan of uh, even if uh, you res- I respect the process, I don't think like everybody should tend to do powerlifting or bodybuilding. It's a very consuming sort of training, and uh, and I don't know. I'm reaching forty, and I want to keep training. I don't want. I want to buy time myself for the future, and I don't think powerlifting forever is gonna help you to reach that. You know, it's. Um, it's very consuming, and I think it's important to remember that tr- uh, we train to go the distance. To feel fit, I don't want to lose weight, that's true. I'm a rugby man, I want to, to drop the weight. But as equally important, I want to go the distance.
0: Now, you mentioned uh, videos there, and just for the sake of uh, you, the lovely, wonderful listeners, we're going to uh, post some of the videos of Julian with his clients doing various uh, resistance band exercises as a point of. Reference, ladies and gentlemen, so look out for those. But um, I want to ask you uh, finally on this technical uh, point about reps, because you've mentioned reps a couple of times. Now, is it the case, for example, that if you use resistance bands, you have to do more repetitions to compensate for the lack of weight and demand on your body, or you can follow the same kind of, I don't know, a set of four times ten? repetitions when you work with resistance bands or do you have to change it?
1: No, I think you have to change it because uh, the weight is, uh, you don't have the same sort of resistance or, uh, and it's, it is obviously you need something, that's something to think about I spent the last two months training people on the structure, like free exercise back to back, okay, to keep the tension on and uh, and every exercise was performed regarding the resistance in the client, obviously, uh, between 20 to one minute, second. So one, 20 seconds to one minute. Uh, average, let's say, it was likely to be 30. Um, yeah, I think it's important. It's uh, it's not the same as counting. Now, um, I don't want to be too strict about that because I think you should make training uh, yours, you know, so with your uh, structure. But the key point here is it doesn't matter if you do 10 reps, if you do 30-second exercise. It's... Unt- you should not stop uh, until you feel your muscle burning. And uh, sometimes bodybuilders uh, say, like, until uh, you reach the failure point. The failure point is when you can't do the exercise without breaking the form. Um, well, that's another way to see things. thing. But that's to give you another uh, I- insight. But I would say until you feel
0: the the muscle burning you should not stop. So what you're basically saying is not to do a set of I don't know, three times eight, three times twelve, four times ten or whatever repetitions but to run it against the clock, so do one exercise for what, twenty to sixty seconds until you reach the point of failure. Is that what you're saying? And then to move on to the next exercise. Is that correct? Yeah that's correct. And I will proceed by combo as well, you know. I will proceed
1: by combo. Um, One exercise won't be enough with elastic band. So the idea is to do free exercise back to back. Uh, An example to do so, for example, you could do like biceps and opposite muscle triceps, or you can do if you keep this opposite uh, structure muscle, you can do chest and back, you know, um, or you can do up and down. You can do like uh, a chest exercise and then legs, you know, like a full body workout, up and down. You just, you can see your body like in a three dimension, there's, you can target, there's three ways to do it. You can target your chest. So you do free exercise about your chest, back to back. Why not? You will feel your chest strongly at the same time you will make your chest tired quickly, okay? And it's likely to be painful in terms of uh, feelings, sensation. Then you can work your body upside down. So you work like a shoulder press then a core exercise and then your legs exercise all back to back. Or you can do the back and forth so opposite muscle. You can do chest and back. You can do it on your front of your legs and back of your legs muscle for example. That's another way to do it. I would say no one is perfect, it's just juggle between these three types of uh, structure. And uh, that's something I tend to repeat all over again when I train people. Make things simple, it's, uh, make things clear in your mind, you know, training is, it's, from my point of view, there's something very, uh, it's functional, it can do great stuff, it bring great um, stuff in your life, because as I say, you, you boost your health. But don't overdo it, just like, don't overthink about it, it's not art.
0: And there is an aspect of, uh, I hate to use the phrase because I can't bear it myself, but there is an aspect of health and safety, isn't there? The internet is flooded right now with uh, funny videos of people pulling doors off of their hinges using resistance bands and stuff, and uh, chairs collapsing under them because they haven't worked out the uh, effect of the resistance when they're in their own homes. You have to be aware of that, don't you? Because you do a lot of stuff outdoors, I know, using trees to wrap yeah. your resistance bands around.
1: Yeah, again, just like, you know, I can understand the gym can be intimidating for people and uh, you feel the pressure. But when you are on your own, you should not feel under pressure. I mean, with yourself. So you should just take it easy. Just like light with light the lightest resistance band you have. Start with it. I think it's a good idea to watch video on YouTube, you know, like... uh, I'm not a big fan, by the way. Not just the funny ones, of course. Yeah, not... um, Sometimes it's funny, but making fun of people, it's, you know... uh, From my point of view, my business, I see a lot of people uh, feeling uh, not confident when it comes to the gym. So there is no need to add to this statement, you know? That
0: is true. So uh, there you are, ladies and gentlemen. That's kind of like a helicopter view there of resistance bands and how to use them effectively and of course do remember you can buy them online from particularly a very well-known online retailer Uh, just type in the words resistance bands or elastic bands and trust me you will have pages and pages of search results to have a look through while you decide which ones to buy
1: i think it's nothing you know people have been doing that like for for a decade i remember i mean i remember uh, i understood like in the 80s people like Chen Fonda that was very popular on tv people were Copying that, I think it's not a bad idea. You know, the you you look at a, on a you can if you should type on YouTube nowadays something like twenty minute workout uh, without uh, or with elastic band or no equipment. You know, you got like good stuff, and all you have to do is to shadow the person. You know, and the good thing is you can stop, you can you know rewind, you can come back, and it's free. You know, for, and you're on your own between you and the computer and uh, you know if you feel intimidated by the gym i think it's a good start again you know to be to start feeling
0: the burn you know on your own no no trainer nobody just you that is true and uh, with all your your talk of feeling the burn you're coming over a bit Jane Fonda right now actually which is uh, quite amusing so there you go uh, ladies and gentlemen i uh, hope that's helpful for you as you decide whether or not to get a resistance band kit and how to use it and do remember whatever you do to do it safely. Uh, you don't want to pull any doors off the hinges uh, and possibly injure yourself in the process. Today's show is brought to you by Jubilee Old Gym Covent Garden Need an effective workout using
1: state-of-the-art equipment in the out of London West End? Then visit Jubilee Old Gym on the corner of Covent Garden where you can also check out the gym sauna as well as all host of great fitness classes Join online for £53 a month and there is no need for a minimum term contract when joining or you can use the gym on a day-pass basis Find out more at jubileeoldgym.co.uk or telephone 020 78 36 40 07
0: to walk out at Jubilee Gym, Covent Garden. And now it's time for that much loved part of the podcast that we call
1: Julian's Fitness Tip of the Month.
0: So, Julian, uh, who is also much loved, I'd like to say, by uh, quite a lot of our listeners, clearly the deranged ones, uh, what is your fitness tip of the month, this month, Julian Bertharat, resistance bands guy? Have you ever trained your backside of your body? When you say the backside, Julian, do you mean my back or do you mean uh, my... Uh, I'm going to use the term buttocks.
1: No, I know what you mean. Um, So basically, what I'm talking about the backside is all the muscle you can't see in the mirror, really. So I'm talking about your calf, uh, yeah, your buttocks, that's true. Back of flex muscle, back muscle, back of shoulders muscle, Uh, triceps, ultimately the muscle you can't really... You can see it in the mirror, that's true, but uh, it's on the back side. Okay.
0: Yes. uh, I'm pretty good training my back and my triceps my shoulders i suppose also falls into this uh the calves never get enough attention but then again i think that's a bit of a cliche of anybody who goes to the gym isn't it really yeah it's true
1: it's the problem of the gym it's i mean not a problem one of the aspects of the gym if you look at uh really closely it's full of mirror so you're gonna have a representation of yourself, uh, pretty much uh, one side, obviously. And um, a lot of people over, you know, it's not, uh, it's common to, to see that in gym, in, uh, in Central Europe, at least but I think really everywhere in the world, like people over chest, over work out the chest, for example, because it's something you can see and notice uh, straight away. And some, even the front of the legs are not really uh, work out, but basically it's chest and arms. People work the chest and then arm. So because it's visible, that's the thing, it's visible from other, you know. And um, I thought like, I think it's these tips of the mind is also influenced. Uh, a lot by the fact we train outdoor with elastic band. So with elastic band, it's nice uh, you can do uh, it's um, it's um, a great way to reach all the back muscle you can't see. Especially I'm talking about the back of your shoulders, uh, your back, your lats, for example, your trapezes. Um, yeah, tricep, yeah, of course. Even with a short elastic band, for example, you can put between your ankle. You can and then you just um, gently you can extend your legs and reach your back muscle. Okay. Uh, your armstring and uh, you do the squat as well you know you can do the squat all these all these muscles are important to be worked because there is a notion in fitness we don't talk enough nowadays it's a balance of power balance of power means you should have good chest as your back you don't want to because if you over train a part of your body again you're not gonna instantly have an injury but over the year you're going to change a bit the posture of your body the, you know the weight on your body will be on your chest and uh, I don't want to stress all the people who, who have a massive chest and skinny legs but you know if you have a look uh, how a chimpanzee work you know uh, walk on the treadmill I saw that uh, on uh, the documentary the champion if you make walk a chimpanzee on a, on a treadmill the chimpanzee is kind of leaning forward because most of his muscle are on your upper, upper body, not on his um, on his uh, Botox, you know, and that's why that's why it is crucial to never never give up on your Botox. And uh, again, it's on the backside, you know. People rarely see the, uh, their own bum in the mirror, and uh, I know it's silly, but it does do the trick, you know. I for me, it never did work that way because I am a rugby man and. Uh, as I probably told you before, legs are crucial because they give you the impulsion. If you have a strong impulsion, you're likely to dami- uh, be damaging uh, the uh, tackler for the impact. And uh, if your impact is too uh, is too slow, then the tackler is going to damage you. So that's why the legs are so important. And I uh, obviously, I keep that uh mantra when I when I went to
0: the gym so so there you are if you're interested in uh, having a uh, balanced and rounded workout uh, don't forget the backside of your body and when you do remember that was
1: Julian's fitness tip of the month
0: So every month on the podcast, we go through all of the emails and the messages that come into us, and we take out two from the lovely listeners, and we do our best to answer those questions in an as formative a way as possible. That's what Julian does. Uh, But also to add a little bit of humor, that is my job. So shall we uh, do the listener questions this month, Julian? Absolutely. And it's always uh, one of
1: the best parts for me of the podcast, at least for my for myself because i love to listen to people and they are that's the client and uh, and people in general
0: who actually give you what to think when you do your job that is true and it's also true that julian loves it which i say every month because i just want to underline his sincerity okay so let's have a look at what we've got here julian and uh, we've got our little papers he's got his little pile of papers i've got mine so uh, let's dive in and first of all i'm up first Uh, Got a uh, what have we got here? Yes, we've got an email from Jack, who does not tell us where he is from. Clearly, a man of mystery, not unlike myself. And he has emailed us the following question: Is fitness a regime or a lifestyle? I mean, I do my best to work out three to four times a week. That was before the gyms closed. Now I try to maintain a regular workout pattern in my garage and I have started running. You're like that bit, Julian, I feel. Uh, When it isn't raining and I can't be bothered. I am 29 and relatively fit. I don't have any goals apart from keeping my energy up and not getting ill. Very topical, Jack. So, is it all about the scheduling or not? Hey, Jack, thank you for your email.
1: I have to say... um, I want to say, like, keep doing exactly what you're doing because it's working. It makes you feel good. Uh, to back up what you say at the end, yeah, it's about scheduling. It's about um, it's about structuring your day, your weekly on a basis on around simple things. You know, the moment you eat, the moment you go to work, your social meeting, your professional meeting. I think it's it's you know sometimes people as I said earlier keep overthinking about the fitness thing it's you know people every day everyone in the world wake up do their bed then uh, brush their teeth and then uh, have a breakfast and go to work all this is part of the structure people don't write a blog about it it's just you know it's how the structure mechanically they day, and we need that structure in the day you know to, to be efficient uh, in our you know life but um, mm-hmm. I would say that, yeah, just keep, you seem to be pretty fit, everything is okay, just keep going. You did well in uh, adaptating, that's important Uh, during this lockdown. You train your garage, you run when it's possible to run, you know, when it's running, well, you know, no run, Uh, no, it's okay. I do the same to be honest. And um, yeah, you kind of uh, flow very well with the whole situation. I would say keep
0: going, yeah, keep being structured um, and you will be fine. I think routine is a wonderful thing where fitness is concerned and particularly because a lot of the time if you work out regularly, you can find yourself thinking when it's uh, time to work out, oh, I don't want to do it and can I be bothered? Uh, But it is important to uh, basically follow a pattern, isn't it? Because it's a bit like the principle of practice, practice, practice if you want to get anywhere.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think like um, that will be, I'm sure, uh, a topic of our of, uh, in the future of our podcast but how to keep uh, to not get bored over the years and you know well it's to set up like realistic goals but also sometimes to see the bigger picture of things you know and uh, and I'm sorry uh, I know it sounds bizarre because I'm a personal trainer but the training in your gym it's just it's a tiny part of your of your of a lifetime things and a, on a weekly, you know, it's just, you know, you have to keep working, do you like your work? Uh, does your work keep you enthusiastic? Are you into a relationship or not? Does your relationship go well? All, all these things are even more important. The training is something you do for yourself to have a, a good health, again, to buy time. And uh, the only thing I would say is that if you get bored in the gym, it happens. Most of the time it's because you take too Time break between the rest, the reps, and also because the the weight is too low. That's you know generally I think from
0: what I witnessed, you know. So it doesn't become challenging.
1: Have to, you have to keep
0: your life uh, your training like your life I would say challenging you know indeed and I uh, hope that's helpful for you uh, Jack wherever you are you mysterious man and uh, now it's uh, over to you Julian, for the next question and the next question is from
1: Stephanie in Hastings I've been there actually it's quite nice who has got in touch with uh, a Twitter DM to ask I hear a lot about what to do and what not to do from personal trainers and fitness professionals who have paragons of virtue. But
0: what are your bad habits and guilty pleasure? Oh, I love this kind of question uh, because that is certainly true. Sometimes uh, when we're away from the microphone uh, and I ask Julian for advice, I do sort of feel like I've climbed the mountain to talk to Buddha sometimes and uh, it's uh, there are wonderful principles and advice that come from Julian and some Sometimes I do also wonder myself, Stephanie, uh, you know, what are Julian's guilty pleasures? So, so Julian, what are your guilty pleasures? What are your bad habits that you're aware of? Well,
1: let's be completely honest here. Um, I think it's uh, important to remember everyone that you might train someone at a job but you just remain exactly as somebody else who just have maybe more focus or you think more about fitness in general than somebody who is not working in fitness but when it comes to food, I mean, you know, I have the same... Uh, we, we, we do the same mistake. So but we make the same mistake, which is, for example... But I, t- I tend to have guilty pleasure, but quality guilty pleasure. So, for example, like, I uh, I love chocolate, okay? I'm sure, like, many people. But I just tend to buy a nice one. You know, like, not the cheap one at one pound. I just, like, try to buy a nice one. And, uh, and I try to do it, like, every two weeks, for example. So I kind of, uh, you know... Uh, uh, not uh, um the idea is to um, if you have a bad habit, make sure it's not a regular bad habit. It's very important, so it's the key to not uh, build up a bad routine. Uh, yeah, I think it's um, it's. Uh, I think there is. Um, I hope I have that uh, skill, but I think it's very important to be empathetic. You know, when you when you do this job, because we're talking about body image, it's not a light uh, necessarily topic for for people. You know, there is an um, increasing number of people obese in, in UK, like in France, actually, and I, I think this, you know, you need to welcome these people and not to constantly be like, you know, I, I never seen, for example, I like to go back to my, when I was in school, when I was 10, uh, 8, 10 years old, I always see, saw them, the teacher, like somebody to listen, but I never, it never came across my mind to think like that teacher was perfect, you know, and I think, f- um, if it in we should not um sell that image of we are expert and perfect and uh, you know and you are just like somebody unperfect and you you're trying to be perfect just like us and i don't think it's that at all it's just like we um it's simple tips should be just like given by <laughs> normal person and i'm one of them and just like yeah if you love chocolate just eat chocolate um the things we want to avoid if i have is the ultra processed food for example which is like uh pizza pizza art stuff you know overcook yeah you want to avoid the, that the bottom line you don't want to eat garbage okay so for me, um, uh, having bad habits is not eating garbage. It's eating nice chocolate, for example. What about you, Alan?
0: Uh, chocolate, obviously. We talked about that uh, a billion times. Uh, I'm not particularly uh, fussy about uh, what the quality of the chocolate is, to be honest with you, Stephanie and Julian, uh, as long as it's chocolate, really. And uh, what are the bad habits? I don't know. Uh, nothing major or significant. I don't really drink alcohol anymore, which uh, was uh, something that changed a while ago and I was quite happy about. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty uh, pretty dull kind of individual, really. And uh, What about uh, pastries, Julian? You're French. You like a nice pastry? A
1: croissant, for example, is not, uh, it's so much part of the French culture that I can't see it like uh, uh, about a bit, really. But yeah, so yeah, I, I forgot to mention I like croissant a little bit. But again, it's not something like I usually have croissant a bit more often in the morning uh, during the winter, you know, I have a coffee and a croissant when it's warm I I stick to the coffee and that's it I adapt I have some porridge uh, you know so I, you see I, I um, adopt uh, uh, UK people's habit so I have uh, I have porridge sometime in
0: the morning but again Uh, during the winter yeah I'm a a bit of a coffee uh, addict really uh, which gets me into all kinds of uh, trouble with my partner who's always nagging me uh, to cut back on it but uh, I absolutely love the caffeine okay Stephanie I hope that's uh, useful for you Uh, giving you a bit of an insight into uh, Julian's uh, bad habits with the coffee the pastries and a little bit of high-quality chocolate and remember, ladies and gentlemen, you want to contact us, feel free to uh, drop us an email via our website, twoguidesonfitness.com. Or you can get in touch with us through our Twitter, our Facebook, uh, or even our Instagram. And we love it when you get in touch. So there you go, Julian. It's another episode of the podcast from the park. And uh, what are you doing immediately after this recording? Well, I'm going to go for a run because the sun is out. Well, there you go. A minute ago, we were talking about Julian's bad habits, and once again, he's demonstrated what a fitness-orientated guy he is. And as we said earlier, this may be our last recording from the park as we ease back into the lovely and comfortable studio uh, for the next episode of the podcast. You looking forward to that, Julian? Back in the studio, back in the comfortable chairs. Oh, yes, I'm looking forward to it. Back to the routine. Back to the routine. Do you see what he did there? A minute ago, we were taking a question from Jack about routine and he's just rather helpfully uh, referenced back to it so hope you've enjoyed this episode ladies and gentlemen you can listen to us if you uh, are so motivated on podomatic spotify itunes TuneIn, stitcher and pocket casts And you can also get in touch with us through our social media. I'm not going to do all of that again. And when you do, remember to... Enjoy your workout. Whether it is elasticated or not.